Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Own Your Awkward podcast. I'm your host, Andy Vargo, and today we have from the Business Bros, Hernan Sias. Hernan, how you doing? I'm doing amazing. Thank you for having me on the show. Hey, I'm glad to have you here. Uh, you know, we met on a different podcast on the Be The Better Local with BD Local, and I I just loved your story, couldn't wait to hear more, and have been uh, using some of the tips and stuff that I've learned from you uh, already. So, uh, pleasure to have you here, man. Dude, it's, it's been one heck of a ride, man. Uh, you know, we're going to be coming up on two years of podcasting, and it just has changed my life so dramatically. Um, I can't stop talking about it. <laughs> Besides the fact that you can have a mic and talking, right. uh, I just can't stop, you know, trying to spread the message of, like, you all should be doing this. If you're in business, if you're trying to build a brand for yourself, whatever it is, you should be doing this right now, like, every day. This should be part of your mm-hmm. marketing campaign. And then, you know, and then this whole COVID world hit, and even more so, you need to be in front of people to, to make your business survive. And so, you know, for, for me, it's been one of these uh, – Roller coaster rides. It's been kind of hockey sticking, and 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 I I love it, man. It's it's something that that I think uh, will reshape an individual, not only their business, but as an as like a person, like you individually can become much better as uh, the way you speak to people, the way you network with people, the way you you know you, the skills that you develop. There, all these things just come from practice, and this is one of those things where you can do it on, on your own pace in your own time in your own way and get better. Right. And, uh, it's interesting because I thought that I was aggressive when I started podcasting thinking I'm going to do an episode every week, but you're doing one every day and you've done one every day for two years. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it, it comes down to where, what is it that you want to accomplish, right? I didn't know what I wanted to accomplish in the podcasting space when I started. I did it because, my mentors and the people I look up to said, you should start a podcast. So I did. Mm-hmm. And, and originally I wanted to sell more houses. Um, but as I built the podcast, I didn't build it with that in mind. I accidentally built it in the real estate space amongst real estate agents. And it's kind of hard to sell a house to a real estate agent. Like it doesn't pan out that right. way. They're not going to call me when they're ready. They usually to have plenty of access, home. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But we kind of made a shift, and and we started thinking, okay, well, check it out. Every person who comes on our show has an insurable interest. Um, let's let's use it to build the insurance agency, and so that's what we started doing. Um, and and it's been it's been life changing in in any industry that you get into. The marketing aspect of of prospecting sucks. It's just normally you have to go through the, a, a lot of no's, and that's why most people decide that it's not for them. But for us. Once we started podcasting, we realized that people who would say no to a to a sales call said yes, you know, and, and they wouldn't give us five minutes of their time on a sales call, but they would give us 45 minutes of their time on a podcast. And it established a relationship, and now we have friends and a huge network, and it's been an amazing, amazing ride. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you said we do it every day. Well, that's because I saw Joe Rogan at the top of his game. And I was like, well, if Joe Rogan has 1,000 episodes, how fast can I get to 1,000? And so the goal was simple. We're going to podcast every day. We're going to do it for about three years. And if we do it for three years, we should get to the same numbers as Joe Rogan. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be that kind of audience in three years, 
but it's a goal <laughs> right. to get to, right? It's a destination. And, yeah. and the process that we've gone through has been an amazing process. I wouldn't give it up uh, for the slightest. I mean, we wake up now. I, I mean, I wake up every day, and especially during June when we're doing this pod, well, I'm doing this podcast tour. Uh, I literally have like, four shows lined up this morning and then I have two of my own podcasts in the afternoon. So I just love doing this. This is like an amazing opportunity for me to spread the message of you can do this too. There's no longer a barrier of, you need, you know, you need to look as handsome as Brad Pitt or as beautiful as, as I don't know, Angelina Jolie or whatever to be, you know, to, to grab some attention. You can do this with yourself, you know, just mm-hmm. pop your, you know, butt behind a mic and, and share your opinions and, and your tribe will find you. Yeah. And you can do it essentially with zero startup costs. I mean, you know, allowing you to have access to a phone at the very least, there, there's no extra money involved. You can decide what level you want to invest to, you know, up your equipment, up your game, but to get started, you don't even need anything. So it's, it, it's, it makes so much sense, mm-hmm. but but yeah, You're so absolutely many people right. We literally good. have the technology in your hand. Every single one of us has the computing power in our hands um, to, to start a podcast. And there are platforms like Anchor FM, for example. You know, if you're going to start a podcast, you literally, when you download, you know, when you record it, it is a file. It's an MP3 file. So you have to put that file somewhere so that Spotify mm-hmm. can find it, iTunes can find it. Right, we call that hosting, and Anchor FM allows you to host with them for free. So you can put unlimited number of files in their essentially their their vault for you, their garage of MP3s, and then they'll distribute it for you. It costs you nothing to do that. Your your cell phone already has a microphone. You know, we literally use it to to make a phone call, and that's it. You have a show. You're ready to rock and roll. And if you you know if you're testing it out, maybe you're testing to see if you even like this medium or not. Do it for free. And as you develop your skills, mm-hmm. as you get better, as you, you practice, you can decide. You know what? I want to add a microphone to make my audio quality a little bit better. You know what? I'm thinking I should add video to make my show a little more engaging. You know what? I think I'm going to invest in a higher quality camera to to have multi-camera stations or whatever it is. You can develop over time, but you can create a quality show at zero cost. That to me yeah, is amazing because that's, that's, that's impossible 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Oh, for sure. And I remember when I started out doing YouTube videos and when I started out – doing the podcast and blogging every new adventure that I started out on, especially related to my business. I, the thing that held me back was that feeling of it's not good enough yet. It's not ready yet. I see what's out there and, and I don't have that equipment or that studio or that background. And and what I was forgetting and each time I finally got over it was that, you know, you go look at the old Joe Rogan episodes and you go look at the older uh writings of people that you follow and people like to see the development in the process it's like oh look at this one i found where he was in his garage and he you know was in front of a bare wall and it's it's fun to see that and then you see where they are now and and yet we don't give ourselves the own grace on having that growth in ourselves it's like just start doing it and the developments will come yeah and 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 you're exactly right i and i tell people all the time when they get started and i'm brutally honest with them i'm like look when you start, you're going to suck. 
it's just part of the gig. You know, when, there are very few people who hop on the mic the first time, and they're amazing. Most of us, you know, we don't have our cadences right. We have filler words. We uh, have that, that blank air time, whatever it is that you want to call it. You're just not good mm-hmm. at first. But you develop that skill, and that's kind of the, you know, there's a statistic that there's like le- about a million podcasts out there, and half of them have 14 episodes or less. And most people quit and they quit too early because they hop on the mic, they do their thing and they assume the world is going to come listen to them. And when that doesn't Mm -hmm. happen, they decide it's not for them and they quit. But little do they know that they just continued that, that process. If they got a little bit better, they, they'd cut out those filler words. They'd be hearing themselves. They get a little more confident. Their content development would be better. Their conversations and their interview skills would get better and then when people did start listening, they start listening to a fine-tuned you, not the beginning you that wasn't very good. And so you, mm-hmm. you become the person that you want to become over practice, the process yeah, and, that, that they need to stick to. Right, exactly. It's like if you don't get to that point, you'll never be at that level. And one thing that I have loved about you know reading your book and listening to you talk is that uh, with with your podcast, you are focused on a purpose and you're focused on statistics. And so many times I know people who they're going to start a podcast and it's like, oh, what's it about? Uh, just me and my friends kind of BSing. I'm like, okay, that's great for you and your friends. But um, unless you're a personality that someone really is drawn to and wants to listen to that, you kind of miss, you know, why should, what's the why and why someone's going to listen. And so many podcasts out there don't have that. And then the other side is these statistics where, you know, one of the things I've heard you throw around is the 30 million YouTube channels versus the million, you know, less than a million podcasts that are out there, let alone half of those are the ones that are active. And you talk about being in the right space. It it really makes it make sense on why you should be podcasting. Uh, all, and, and here's the thing, that, that word podcasting, right, um, it's, mm-hmm. it's morphing as time goes on. So originally podcasting is, is like internet radio, right? It was purely right. just the audio version of your show. But today when you hear podcasting, there's a lot of people who have thrown in the video component to that. I take, you know, the long form content, I chop it up into small pieces. I'm now creating in, inside my show, I'm creating small segments that I can turn around and repurpose on my social media platform. It's really just content creation, I'm just grouping it all into podcasting because it it allows you to take, you know, whatever it is that your idea is, throw it out there. And here you got a 30 minute show, 25 minute show, 10 minute show, one hour show, or like Joe Rogan goes like two hours and you can take that long form and and use it for multiple pieces. And and that's the beauty Mm -hmm. of this whole podcasting space. You know, we can redefine words, but, you know, the, the idea is you have, a, you have a voice. You have a message that you mm-hmm. need to get out somehow, some way. And this is a medium that allows you to do that. Never in our life, never, ever have we had this kind of ability to, to maximize distribution. I mean, you look at right. uh, old school hip-hop artists, for example, like, you know, the, the Ice Cubes and the uh, you know, NWA days. The only reason why they took off is because they got hooked up with somebody who had the means to distribute their product out to the public. That was always mm-hmm. a barrier. Uh, you wanted to promote your business, you had to go to television or radio networks that had control over the distribution. Today, 
there is no control. That's it. You have your the, the, the limitation is you yourself that is preventing you from putting out more content. You have the ability to post as much stuff as you want every single day. Are you posting with intent? Are you posting at mm-hmm. all? Because there's a lot of people who just scroll through their social media platforms and look at content. I just took the perspective of if I put my stuff out there, whether or not you agree with me, you see me. And that is a big mm-hmm. differentiator when it comes to growing your show is are you visible? Are you showing up? And, and you know, that's, right. you know on, on the one sense, it's showing up in, in content. The other sense is do you sit down behind the mic and create it? Are you showing up every day in your process creating the material you need to become whatever it is that you want to become? Right. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, there's, as, as an author, there was a point where I had watched some videos and one of them was on the idea about being professional about what you're doing. And uh, people make the mistake day in and day out where they have this idea that they're in a creative field, so they don't have to be professional. It's like, well, when the creativity comes, I'll make something, I'll create a post, I'll do whatever. But then that creates this inconsistency and lack of development in your skill that you have to, if you're going to make it your job and you're going to make it your livelihood and you want to be at the top of your game in whatever area you're in, you have to develop a schedule and a program and time that you are going to go in and this is when I'm going to put in the hours regardless of whether or not you're in the mood or the creativity is coming because you, know, you can shift within that time and say, well, you know, this is my time to write and so I'm going to write today and if I'm creative later, I'll write more, but maybe right now because I'm not feeling as creative, I'm writing on a different topic or a different subject or just doing some editing. But if you don't put the time in, it's not going to ever happen. Oh, and, and, and that, that, is, that is the key to almost anything. So, you know, when I, when I got in the habit of writing in my journal, um, it was mm-hmm. like this is what I do every day before I go to bed. I write in my journal. And sometimes I can't think of anything to write, so I literally start writing. I don't know what to write about today. And, and stuff just will yeah. start to come out as you write, right? Um, same thing with going to mm-hmm. the gym. I, I wake up every morning at 4.30 to get up and, get, and, and, and go for my run. I hate it every day when the alarm goes off. I don't look forward to that, but I push through anyway. And by the time I get, I get moving and I'm done with my run, I'm glad I did. It's, it's, it's that pushing through. It's getting those small wins. I literally have that on my Instagram this morning. You know, when you look at people uh, who are successful, it's not really that they have huge wins. We are trying. We all try to go out and like win the lottery or something, right? Some big win. Right. But really, successful people, all they've done is tacked up a bunch of small wins. They take that little small W and they throw it in a pile, and they keep throwing little small Ws every day into that pile, and that pile just keeps getting bigger. And you, they have losses, but they're the same size as the as the win. So when they have a loss, it's just in a smaller pile because most of them they just keep getting these these small wins and pile them up. You know, and when yeah. you look back at these people, you look at their at their massive pile of wins, and you're so impressed. But it's those small habits that got them there. If you save money the same way, you would get you know huge results. You know that, I mean, most people know if I would have started investing when I was, you know, 18 years old, even if it was 50 bucks a month or whatever, the, the mm-hmm. compounding effect of that is massive when you're 50 years old. If you would have done it, even if it was small at the beginning, it's the consistent habit of putting that money away. And if you put that money away first, 
your purse is going to grow, your bank account's going to grow, and you're going to feel a lot better. But what do people do? We wait till the end. We wait till, you know, if there's any money left over at the end of the month. And usually there's too much money right. left over at the end of your money for you to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Or the same thing, you know, I'll work out at the end of the day. Well, at the end of the day, you're tired because life happens during the day. You know, we always try to put it off rather than do the one thing that we need to get done every single day that's going to take us in the direction that we want to go. So your show is mm-hmm. about awkward moments, right? For me, one of the most yep. awkward things that I've ever had to come across is my own uh, idea of success. Like when I was a kid, I wanted to uh, – I, I thought I was going to be a professional baseball player. I thought my claim to fame was going to be in the show. And, and when that didn't happen – that drive to be to have that fame never went away, but I became ashamed of it because nobody talks about being famous. That's like that's vanity play. You're not supposed to talk that way. Nobody, you know, yeah, what are you gonna do, dude? Like right. you, what skill do you got? But that never left me. And now when I found this medium of podcasting, it's given me the opportunity to take that direction that I want to go in. You know, my wife gets on my case. She says, she says I do a lot of things for free. <laughs> I give a lot of advice away. I help people do, you know, mm-hmm. create a podcast, hold them accountable, give away the book, like all this stuff. I just give it away for free. But for me, because it's more than just that. For me, it's the, you know, every person that I've helped develop their skills, I know they're going to be grateful for it. And if I ever need anything, I can reach out to them. And And for me, that kind of karma, that kind of, uh, you know, exchange, it, it has no dollar value. It has immense human value. It makes me happy that other people look to me as an inspiration because I've helped them achieve something in, in that light. You know what I mean? So, you know, getting over my my fear of saying I want to achieve fame and, noting, and, mm-hmm. and that was my awkward moment. As soon as I was able to say that, like, I'm shooting for fame. Like, that's it. Right. I want to be – I want people to look up to me and say – you know, and ask me a question because they value my opinion. I want people to, to you know, when I die, 10,000 people to show up at my funeral because I've impacted them in some way. And that is the reason why, you know, that is the thing that drives me every day. That's why I like my process. That's why I continue to go on. That's why I spend, you know, all, at extra time jumping on threads on, on in, in groups or in, in comment sections providing as much value as I can. And that's why, you know, we do the interview show that we do and I'll hop on as many podcasts as I can because that's what I want to achieve. And there's nothing going to get in my way once I've accepted that this is my path. Right. Now, when you, when you got to that realization that you weren't going to be the NBA player or, you know, that route for fame wasn't going to be it for you, did you, was that like an instant, oh, I'll do radio and still do podcasting instead? Or was this like, were you just over it? Or did you roll around for a while? How did, how did that process get to where you are now? Oh, man. Um, so once once baseball ended, I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I ended up getting a, a, a regular job. I was working at Wells Fargo. Um, and, uh, and I was filling these money envelopes at the bank. So I worked at the at the bank. I didn't work as a normal teller. I worked in the in the cash vault. So we would literally okay. process uh, night drop deposits, and we'd separate the cash uh, into the denomination. So we'd get all the ones together, all the fives together, and then put change orders out and send them back to the company. So send them back to Carl's Juniors and the WalMarts of the world, right? Um, and so we mm-hmm. were one of the customers that Wells Fargo has uh, is um, the Padres. 
And so I was filling these money envelopes for the Padres, and they were their dinner money envelopes. They were going on a three-day road trip, and on top of their salary, they get these dinner money envelopes for dinner. And I was filling these mm. envelopes, and I was thinking to myself, dude, they're making more money on this three-day road trip than I'm making at the bank this whole month, right? And so I mm. knew that mm-hmm. there was something that I had to do that was different. And so I, that's the first time I ever picked up a book that I read. Like, I got through high school with straight A's, but that's because I learned how to regurgitate what the teachers wanted. I never actually read the book that they assigned. I just kind of skimmed through and pulled stuff to make my, you know, papers, right. you know, quality enough. But this time I picked up a book. I picked up Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I started to learn the rules of this whole game of business. And I realized there was another way to find fame. It was going to be through business. Um, And I've never been that super huge, successful tycoon business person. But what it did allow me to do was to learn to speak a bunch of different languages. I learned to speak taxes. I learned to speak real estate. I learned to speak accounting. I learned to speak insurance. Um, And I didn't know it at the time, but all these different business ventures that I was going through, all these little wins or these little losses that I had, they were the things that are going to allow me to hop behind a microphone and interview people in the business space and go toe-to-toe with them and have a conversation no matter the level of success that they have achieved because now I Mm -hmm. can speak their language, right? And if you can speak somebody's language, you can have a conversation with them. And I've been able to learn so much from everybody that's been on my podcast. Um, It's helped me become a better business person. And again, like I said, the network that you build, you've heard that saying before, your network is your net worth, and that's absolutely true. Like I've, I've been able to meet with people who, you know, built multi-million dollar businesses that I have on my phone that I can send a text message and ask a question to and they respond. Like that would have never Mm -hmm. happened had I not had the podcast. And everything that has happened in life, you know, I was listening to The Rock this morning and he was talking about um, uh, how, you know, football was his biggest goal that he wanted to achieve in life and not becoming a professional football player was the best thing that ever happened to him because it put him in the position that he's in now. And, and it kind of, you know, struck a chord with me because I'm like, you know, yeah, that would have been cool to play baseball, but maybe I have a different route. Maybe my inspiration Mm -hmm. was to help in, in this route. And I had to go through everything in the last, you know, 17 years of my life, building things and learning things in my own way so that I can prepare for this route. You know, and, and it's right. a perspective thing. No matter what happens in your life, no matter how much you get knocked down, you still have the ability to get back up. And as long as you wake up every morning, when you open your eyes that day, you have a choice. You're either going to, you know, move in the direction that you want to go in or you're going to stand still or worse, you're going to take steps backwards. But it's your choice. Mm-hmm. Like we all get to make that choice every day. Now, I love one of the things that you brought up is, learning to speak other people's languages and and in that process for yourself when you look at the language you were speaking do you feel like you had to redefine your idea of fame or accept a different level of fame or or where do you see you, you fall in that realm uh, I definitely think I had to redefine my level of fame like what did it mean to me right um I don't ever see myself as being like the Will Smith of the world, for example, right? Like that guy's that guy's amazing. Right. I looked up to him, watched all his movies, blockbuster fame, but that's like movie fame. And you know, mm-hmm. then there's then there's like the Kobe Bryant of the world, and they're they're super famous, and and that was uh you know that's athletic fame. 
I just feel like I had to define my route. And I think my route in fame is going to be not so much, um, you know, where I have, I don't know, super cloud or anything, but for me, it's, it's I've, I've made a, a great network of relationships that I can reach out to, um, that I am known within my industry. So in my business community, in my real estate community, I'm going to be a big name in that space. And I'm okay with it, right? And that's, that's my level of fame that I've decided this is what I'm going to achieve. And who knows? You know, I was listening to a Kevin Hart interview with Joe Rogan, and he, was, he made a, a great analogy about leveling up. He's like, you know, once you start focusing your attention on something and you reach that goal, then you want to look at the next level. It's like, you know, playing a video game. You just look at that next level and you're like, hmm, I can do that. And you try to do that. And before right. you know it, you've just leveled up so many times that you look back and you're like, holy crap, where am I now? Like, this is amazing, the life that I'm living. So, you know. Yeah, this, this, yeah it's, this book I'm reading kind of talks about a similar concept, uh, and it's about selling concepts, but it talks about defining success, and, and the mistake that we too often make is the idea that success is the arrival and not the continual pursuit of something and seeing it unfold, and that that's actually when we're happiest is when we are leveling up, essentially. And once you realize that, it, it cha- it's a game changer for how, for how happy and fulfilled you are, but also how far you can go. Yeah. And, and you know what? It, it's amazing how we adapt as human beings, like how much we can actually take on in our 24-hour day. Um, once that mm-hmm. process is in place, you realize how much time you actually have and where you want to spend that, that, uh, that quality time in doing those things that you want to get accomplished. And you fine-tune, you know, your, your actual productivity in your day so that you're achieving more with less. And it's, I know it's weird to say that, but I'll give you an example. I, I still teach high school in the morning. And so, mm-hmm. you know, this morning, later on today, I'm going to have a, a, a meeting with, with some of my math teachers and, you know, last week when I had that meeting and I told them, hey, I can only do it during this time because my, my calendar's booked, you know, some of them were like, I, how do you even do that? Like, how do you, you know, have the time to do <laughs> right. the podcast and do this stuff? And I'm like, I just, I do it because, you know, I, I couldn't have just, I can't take myself three years ago and plug myself into who I am today and expect that person to succeed at the same level. There's just no way. Right. You have to go through the motions develop your process, develop your systems, because you become that individual over time. You're not transported and and teleported into a situation. That's why, you know, people who win the lottery end up being broke after a certain amount of time because they got, you know, they just literally were dropped into this world of being a a millionaire and they've never Mm -hmm. learned to be a millionaire. And so if you've never learned right. to be a millionaire, if you've never learned to make that kind of money and you've only ever known how to spend money, you get yourself in a bigger trap. It's like adding fuel to the fire. So, you know, it takes that process. Those little wins are vitally important, just like the little losses are vitally important because they're going to get you to the part, to the, to the place where you need to be. They're going to build your mental strength and your physical strength and your discipline to be able to conquer what it is that you need to conquer so that, you know, when other people are looking at you, you look like a Superman, but they don't see all the little work that you put in on a daily basis. They just see you where you are today. And, and, yeah, but again, you'll be rewarded in public for what you do in private. Exactly. And and the thing is, 
people forget about the losses or they don't know about all the losses that you go through because they only see the wins and then reflect that on themselves. And, and we do that to ourselves a lot of times where it's like, oh, man, but, but look at this person, look at this person. Like, yeah, they had a lot of failures before they got to where they are to get to those wins. And they still will have failures, and that's life isn't all one or the other, and that's that's a combination of success is is understanding that. I think that's also one of the main reasons why I like reading about different people, uh, and and their mm-hmm. stories of successes. Like it, if you if the almost in any book, the author is literally telling you their story in that book, right? They're telling you about how they struggled, or they're telling you about other people and their stories about uh, how other people achieved the success they had. And and to me, the biggest inspiration is that part where they're just starting out. That's, that's why we connect with stories really well, because there are a number of different phases in any story that you listen to. Some people are at the end of that story, and that's who they connect with the most, the person at the end of that story, while others are at the beginning of their own story, and they're connecting with a hero who's just getting started, right? It's like the whole Rocky Balboa story. Some people are at the very beginning, and he's just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a boxer. I, you know, that's what I like to do, and this is my free time, and other other people are like in the middle of training. And so that's the Rocky that they connect with. And, and that's the beauty right. of, of stories and, and human interaction is you're going to connect with people and you're going to receive a message that you are in a position to receive at this time. And, you know, it, when it comes to podcasting, I'm sharing my story. And right now somebody could be listening to episode 127 and that message is finding them at this moment in time. And it's going to shape who they are. But I recorded that, exactly. you know, a year and a half ago, right? Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, now it just it, the, came together. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I hate to say it, but we are uh, amazingly already uh, running out of time here. So, uh, where do we find the Business Bros podcast before we t- before we head out? Absolutely. At Business Bros Pod is our handle. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, anywhere like that, at Business Bros Pod. Um, you can find uh, links to all those on our website, businessbros.biz. And if you'd like a copy of the ebook, you can go to businessbros.biz slash ebook7. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Hernan. I super appreciate it. And, uh, Everybody check out her non-stuff and uh, love the chance to get to know you more. And we will definitely have to continue this conversation down the road. Will do. Thanks for having me on the show, Andy.